Good morning, world. Welcome to the very first episode with uh, some some live camera action. I don't know. I don't know what this. I should have thought of this line earlier, but this is going to be the first episode where I show my face. And from now on, until I'm unless I go on vacation or I I go, you know, I go out of town or there's people visiting and I just I'm not able to. For whatever reason, have my camera. Maybe my camera's malfunctioning. Whatever the reason is, from now on, I'm going to be doing camera like face cam commentary podcasts, including the ones and even some fight breakdowns when I do the MMA stuff. It's it's getting better. I mean, I wasn't lying when I said <laughs> podcast was going to get better. But so yeah, I got a camera. I got some lighting from my wonderful fiance for my birthday because I just turned 22, and. Yeah, so hopefully I can build some relatability or some, maybe some, uh, what's the word I'm trying to use, uh, person personality, maybe I can match, people can match the voice to the face, I don't know, I have quite a, a couple close friends and family that listen to the podcast, obviously they know what I look like, whatever, but yeah, this is going to be the official first, you know, revolutionary episode, it's going to change everything, this is this is independently minded face cam. So here I am. This is me. Um, yeah. I don't know if the voice matches the face, but this is me. I lift all the time. Actually, I don't lift as much as I used to. I, I'm only lifting about twice a day, four days out of the week. Um, and I'm starting to build the belly, if you can see. I have my own page, but I'm starting to build a belly around here because I haven't been working out enough or as much as I should be, but no, in all seriousness, here we go. What's up? It's your boy, independently Minded. Um, this episode, oh, before I before I forget, okay, this is not official merch. Uh, this is just a mug that I got of the, it's really, it's trash. I spent like 12 euros on it or something. I just wanted to get the logo, and I'm going to sip out of this in every episode. The hoodie that I'm wearing is not official merch either. The actual merch design is getting designed. It's really sick. But it's just a hoodie my fiance got me. I love it. On the, on the sides, it says independently minded. And then on the back side, I'm not going to turn around. It says uh, good morning world. Because anybody who has listened to the podcast any single episode, except for I think like the first one, knows that. You know, that's, that's my phrase. And I don't know if I've ever, like, explained it before. But let me get this fucking dude off of my page. <laughs> I'm going to keep the Chrome open because there's going to be a lot of stuff that I'm talking about today. And it's very important. And it's going to be some heated stuff and uh, things that I'm going to want to show sources for. Because I'm not, not one of those p- types of dudes that just uh, spouts stuff and doesn't, you know, show any evidence uh, or show my sources or whatever, but I'm still trying to find my voice. I've been, I'm not trying to cramp other people's styles, but I'm definitely, there's a certain style that I'm trying to work towards. I'm not quite there yet. I I still can feel myself dinking and dunking in different, different genres or whatever, uh, different types of podcasts. And there's, what I know most is that there's something that I don't want to be. And there's something that I do want to be. And I'm kind of in the middle right now, but I'm going to get there. So bear with me. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, I'm, I'm wearing the, uh, sunglasses not to conceal my identity. I'm wearing them because my lighting is bright as fuck. So, uh, yeah, 
I got these six shades when for my birthday, actually. If you can see up close, that's the Ray-Bans logo. That's right. We don't wear fake shit. Actually, before this, I was wearing, I was thinking about wearing these ones. I got these when I was in Colorado. They're sick. They're super sick. Uh, they were five bucks, and I love them to death. But before I get started, obviously, so I, before this episode begun, if you're watching this on YouTube, you were lucky enough to not have the the opening ad um, because I don't get paid by the sponsor for anything that goes on YouTube, so I could care less. So if you're watching this on YouTube, you didn't get the beginning anchor sponsorship, but if you're listening, you've probably already heard, so I'm going to skip through this, but the other sponsor that I have, I'm actually not sponsored by Bang. I used to work at this grocery store, and I got this hat for free. It's ridiculous. It's ugly, and I got, there's a light on it. I'm probably going to turn that off, so so I don't uh, mess up the lighting I already have set up, but Anyway, thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you're still listening by this point. We got a lot to talk about. You guys know the drill. If you're if you're here, you've probably this probably isn't the first time you've listened to the podcast. So, first thing I wanted to talk about. So, first little bit of news that I have that I wanted to just kind of discuss and react to. So, there's been recently, I want to say, you know, let me pull this up because that's that's why I'm here, right? why I'm here. So I want to say there, so there's a, there's been a Russiagate development. It's kind of old news, but, uh, hopefully none of my porn pops up in the suggestion box. Yeah. So I want to, I want to say I talked about it a little bit in the last episode, but there was a big Clinton, there's a big lawyer in the Clinton campaign that's being indicted. And I don't want to, I don't want to like butchered this too bad, but I want to say that he was, he's being indicted for lying in front of Congress. Um, and I just, I mean, it's weird that the, that the left went from being the, the group that said, oh, the election was completely hijacked by the Russians and they, they, the Russians colluded with Trump and then they were able to get him into office. They went from that to only four years later saying there is no election fraud. There's zero election fraud, which I've talked about it many times before. There's definitely a voter fraud. Uh, in the United States, it's not as rampant as a lot of places. Like I know in Russia, a lot of people feel that those elections are completely rigged because every time Putin runs up against somebody, they get they mysteriously die. They get poisoned or something, and it's probably Putin. He's a, he's a crazy power-hungry power dude, but... I just, I don't know why anyone's still talking about Russiagate. I've said this a trillion times before. There, there are tons of reasons to not like Trump, and I, and I think they're, they're very valid. There, there are tons of legit reasons besides Russiagate that, you know, you can pick to not be, to, to be your defense on why you don't like Trump. But Russian collusion is just not one of them. Um... So I just I don't know why Russiagate is even obviously the investigation is going to be news but this wasn't really a big news headline it's just something I wanted to talk about because I've said this many times before Trump won fair and square and he won because they're they were either I don't think it was uh, a high concentration or high amount of 
or high number of Democrats that voted Republican, but it was just a lot of a lot of uh, independents that were sick and tired of voting voting for establishment Republicans and voting for establishment Democrats, and they decided, like, yeah, let's let's throw a wrench in the machine and let's try this dude who's not a career politician, who's independently minded, and you know, depending on who you are, depending on your your background, depending on what what uh i don't know there's come on guys you you know you guys know politics i don't need to explain to you there are people like trump for legit reasons there are people who don't like trump for legit reasons so i'm not going to get into that but russiagate needs to die it's not a real story anymore so there were also so ufc 267 just happened not this last weekend that was a fight night but the weekend before that there was a ufc 267 joe rogan was not a commentator there and I know a lot of people were saying some stupid shit. They're like, eh, um, I think, I think, uh, he's the uh, Disney and ESPN because Disney owns ESPN. They're like, I think that they're they're probably going to, they're probably going to have him less and they're they're uh on the podcast and uh I mean uh, doing commentary. He's probably going to be doing less commentary because of his anti-vax statements and his anti-vax rhetoric and all that stuff. Which none of that is true. Joe Rogan has never been anti-vax he's never been anti-mask and all that stuff that people have said um they're incorrect labels he's he is he said it on a million podcasts just like trump uh just like trump um denounced white supremacists and nazis in the kkk he's done he did that many times joe rogan has also many times during his podcast he's he said i i suggest and i I heavily suggest and I heavily recommend that people listen to their doctors because there are people out there that shouldn't be getting the vaccine. There should there are people out there that definitely should be getting the vaccine. There are people out there that should be doing other things like lose weight and get the vaccine, whatever. You want to listen to your doctors. That's what he said many times. He said he's he has friends, his some of his closest friends. I want to know, I think for sure to to list a few, Bert Kreischer and Tom Segura are vaccinated. They just went on his podcast. They talked about it. They had a nuanced discussion. Nobody got upset. And it's just weird that people are trying to paint him as this anti-vax guy when he's not. This hat's starting to fucking hurt. I'm taking this shit off. See my receding hairline. <clears throat> I'm not sponsored by Bang anyways. Actually, the reason I'm not sponsored by Bang is because, you know, I messaged him and I was like, hey, I got this hat. I drink your guys' drinks all the time. They taste really good. They said word for word, we don't want to sponsor a Jew like you, and Hitler did nothing wrong. So I was like, damn. All right. Because they probably, honestly, were scouting me out. And I talked about in the past how I'm actually a quarter Jewish. My 23 and me results came back then. 20, um, quarter Jewish. So I was like, all right, man. Your loss is your loss. I don't want to be a Jew about it and complain about money or something but back to the subject there was a, a lot of people there was an MMA article who was definitely not an echo chamber for they're definitely not criticizing Joe Rogan for skipping out on the event so they were saying oh now the this past event this past weekend UFC 267 shows that the UFC can do without Joe Rogan and that they should cut him because they're in the article they were saying stuff like um, Joe Rogan shows up to work late. 
he leaves early, coworkers say he's lazy, blah, 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 which a bunch of, you know, Daniel Cormier, John Anik, Michael Bisping, a bunch of people who are employees of the UFC, they spoke out and they were saying, actually, Joe Rogan is one of the best, like, teachers for me as a, one second, guys. Like that light lighting's gonna look a little a little nicer, makes me look less pale. They were saying, you know, Joe Rogan has taught me so much and he's advanced my my combat sports analyst and commentating career so far. And you know, a lot of people who whose opinions actually are worth the damn said quite the opposite. So it's clear that this MMA site they're either getting they either just got a big donation from some legacy media or something. Someone is pissed off that he's not completely, 100%, you know, irrevocably in support of everyone getting 50 vaccinations up their ass. He's not supporting vaccine mandates. He's not supporting a a forever pandemic like a lot of politicians and a lot of weird people. So, they're honestly, they're probably getting pressured or they're already backed and they're already funded by some lamestream media site who were like, oh, let's try to attack his commentating career. Even though Joe Rogan does that shit, he did it for free so early on in the beginning. Um, he MMA commentating, commentating for the UFC, is not his main source of income. So if you're trying to attack him and ruin his career, uh, I'm not trying to... Nobody should... I, I'm, I'm never for canceling anybody or for them losing their job. I've talked about it on the past, actually. I just sold the car back to the to this piece of shit mechanic slash uh, car dealership that we that we bought uh, Lexus from, but that thing had been in the shop for. I probably had driven it less than a thousand miles over the year that we've gotten it since last October or uh, last September maybe. And the thing just kept having the same exact problems over and over and over. And I still didn't want that guy's shop to be shut down. I didn't want him to lose his job. I didn't leave a negative review. I'm not sure if I'm going to. It, you know, there could be reasons for why these things happened. I was really unhappy with the service and I still don't want him to lose his job. And I don't think anybody should lose their job unless they're actually committing something, you know, they're they're engaging in fraudulent activities that either hurt the company in a in a in a in a obvious way, like they're stealing they're stealing ibuprofen from the fucking area in walmart that it's sold or they're stealing they're stealing frozen pizzas and it's 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 tracked and it's proven that these people are they're taking money away from other people and they're committing crimes or whatever um but you know how are you going to try to go at joe rogan but go at the 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 part of his career that's literally like the most fun hobby that he does that doesn't i mean i'm sure it pays well i would do it i, I would do it for free um, and I'm sure what he's getting paid is is a lot of money, but it's definitely not new. Obviously, most of the money comes from Spotify. But yeah, that was clearly a hit piece. It was done for clicks. It's done to try to sway some people, try to pump politics into cage fighting, and it's pathetic. I mean, it's been there since John McCain was like the number one advocate against cage fighting. But it's pathetic. Is it's clearly it was it was really obvious what. Is really obvious, blatantly obvious that that was just a hit piece done for clicks because Joe Rogan's name is money, 
If I put Joe Rogan touched me or Joe Rogan messaged me or just Joe Rogan in the title of my podcast, I'll instantly get more get more streams. And I I can actually prove that. I could show my podcast statistics right now. I'm not going to because I don't give a fuck about it that much. But yeah, when I've had Joe Rogan in my titles and even in my descriptions and my tags, I definitely am getting more streams. But let's see what I have in my notes. I got a lot of stuff. Yeah, so there's Joe Biden and the media have been lying a lot lately. But something that's been kind of funny and like easily disproven for anybody that knows shit about horses or or anything about anything knows that this is bullshit. But Joe Biden was just straight up calling out Border Patrol in Texas. So if you guys don't know, there's been a serious a serious influx of Haitian migrants coming into Texas. And the Border Patrol have been working double, triple, quadruple overtime and working extra working extra hard. <coughs> Bless me. <clears throat> They've been working extra hard to, you know, get these people uh, you know, I don't want to say round them up, but they've been gathering them. They've been trying to keep like keep track of them, keep a record of them, and then decide what to do with them. They, I know they've been sending a lot of them back to Haiti, which is unfortunate because I've said it many times. Uh, I hit the lottery when I was born, being born in the United States. There are a few other countries out there that could, you know, be, that are definitely great pace, places to be born and to be residents and citizens of. One of them, you could argue, the best, being a United States citizen. So it's really unfortunate and. I'll talk more about that issue a little bit later, but Joe Biden was talking about these border patrol people are going to, they're, they're going to be held accountable for rounding up the Haitians and strapping them to horses, but that didn't happen. There, there were no border patrol agents that were strapping Haitians to horses. The pictures and the videos that they have of the so-called straps that they're using to strap the Haitians to horses, those are reins. Those are reins. They go across the horse's neck and it gives you control. And I, I don't even like horses. I don't have a horse. I've ridden a horse like twice and I was seven years old and I know this shit. And they're making it look like they're they're riding around like Red Redemption in their Red Dead Redemption and they're fucking whipping them with their lasso and then they're strapping them to the What is this? Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade? Who the Come on, man. It is kind of funny that they're using horses, but they're not strapping anybody. It would look really bad. It would look really bad and that shit would be shut down real quick. I know people who have never been to the South, people who have never been to the Midwest, people who have never been to Texas or anywhere out of, outside of fucking California or New York or Florida, they say, oh, Texas is just a bunch of barbecue and, and snake boots and rattlesnakes and racist people and that's not true. For the most part... I mean, I don't, I'm not a big fan of Texas. I've never been a big fan of Texas. Every time we drove through there, I got bored as fuck. And one time I went to Subway there and I asked for provolone cheese. And they are like, what's provolone cheese? And I was pissed. You don't, you don't fuck with my cheese on my Subway sandwich, bro. But anybody who's never been to the South or the Midwest, it's called Southern Hospitality. It's called Midwest Courtesy for a reason. The people there, for the most part, are nice. Yeah, in the 1800s, in the Civil War, they were fighting to keep slaves. They're fighting for slavery, but it's 2021. The people there are infinitely nicer. The people in Texas are infinitely nicer. People in Illinois, Colorado, 
Missouri, Mississippi, they're infinitely nicer than anybody that I've ever met from California. As a whole, I'm not saying everyone from California sucks. I live there. Uh, some of my best friends are from California. I was born in California. My parents were born and raised in California, and they lived there for a really long time until they were adults when they finally got out. But that's not how Texas is. Texas is smart. Their their governor's not the best. Tank Abbott is not, or Greg Abbott, or Tank Abbott, or whatever the fuck his name is. I don't know why I just confused like a wrestler with a governor of Texas, but he's not the best governor. And I don't agree with him on a lot of stuff, but like the state government in Texas would not allow their cowboy boot, cowboy hat wearing, horse riding, border patrol strap and tie Haitians, tie black people to their horses. It's it's a, it's a fake story, and honestly, I think those border patrol agents should sue the Biden administration for defamation because those there could be family members that don't know the whole whole story. There could be family members that, you know, j they see their uncle who they know works for the border patrol and they think that they're a racist because of the story. Or you know, if they're part of a golf club or the wife works at a, you know, for the county and they're like, "Oh, you got that racist husband who's rounding up the Haitians." It's you know, who was really rounding up people was the Mayor of New York, um, Garcetti, I remember he was allowing, so I remember he was saying, uh, nobody, the only exception for gathering large groups is for the Black Lives Matter protests. And I was like, hmm, that seems a bit, you know, like he's posturing, he seems a bit, I don't know, something's not right there. And there were not religious exemptions, so people, quite literally, Jewish people in their synagogues were getting rounded up. So Garcetti was rounding up the Jews when the pandemic was pretty early on. But, oh man, you guys got to watch this Keith Olbermann video. I'll play that video in a second. I'm going to play that a little bit later. But, um, yeah, so another thing I wanted to talk about. Before I get to that Keith Olbermann video, I want that to be a little bit later. Let me get that video ready, though, because I, I think it's going to... I think I'm going to have to find it on Twitter. Give me one sec. I should have got this prepared already, but, you know, it's my first video podcast. It's going to take me a while to really hit my hit my stride. You heard? Uh, let me go to Twitter.com real quick. Best site in the entire world. And let me log in. Give me one sec. All right, let me find this video real quick. But so there's something else that I wanted to talk about that was pretty crazy to me, at least. So this is, you know, I'm I'm in Europe. I've said this many times. And I've always loved history. I've always loved United States history. And I've always loved world history. I didn't love world history as much until I got into, until I moved to Europe. When I moved to Europe, that was that was when I like, I really got obsessed with world history, especially World War II history. I don't think I need to explain. Um, but there is a bit of news uh, that I'm a bit I'm a bit torn on. I'm not I'm not quite too sure how I feel about this. But there was a night from if I'm if I'm remembering correctly. Let me actually 
let me open a new tab and I'm going to find this story because it was pretty crazy and it was, uh, you know, like I said, it piqued my interest for multiple region, reasons. The main reasons being I'm in Europe and I'm, I'm obsessed with, with World War history. So right here, a 96-year-old former Nazi camp secretary. She was actually supposed to stand trial the other day. Um, I believe the charges that were rang up against her were, they were saying that she was, look at this bullshit-ass site. Nobody wants to pay for your shitty-ass, jeez, man. I'll just go to the next one, bbc.com. bbc.com, they always come in clutch. So yeah, this lady is being, she's being charged with being complicit in 11,000 murders, but she actually fled. So on the day of her trial, I believe, or a couple days before her trial, she actually hopped in a taxi. I don't know what taxi would take her. Um, it's big news. It's big news here in Europe. People, especially in Germany, people are gonna people are gonna know who you are. I'm sure she was being. She had a lot of surveillance being run on her, but she hopped in a taxi, got to a train station, and probably dipped out to a country that won't extradite won't extradite German citizens. So. I thought that was crazy, and I'm a little torn on this. I might get shit for this opinion, but... And I could be biased biased because I have a lot of family and friends in the military, but... Unless... And it's also very hard. I know this is a really, really tough kind of topic to talk about and a tough thing to prove, but I believe that unless you were able to prove that... A person like a Nazi guard or someone like this, a secretary or, uh, who was who was typing and keeping records and stuff, unless you can prove that they were one of the more malevolent, super evil people that thoroughly enjoyed, you know, like there were there were stories of the guards at the concentration camps that were tossing babies in the air and using them as target practice. Those people, if you're able to prove that that was them, they thoroughly, genuinely enjoyed what they were doing. They need to be tried. They need to be punished to the fullest extent of the law. What they're doing is completely unforgivable by the people who were affected and the people who weren't affected, just people like me. Actually, my, I'll talk about my family history, my 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 Jewish family history. Uh, from what I know, I mean, I'll talk about that one day if I ever feel like it. But a lot of guards, most guards were doing what they're told. The guards were doing what they were told. It's it's one of those things where you... I don't know how to hop around this... How to, how to word this correctly without sounding insensitive. But when... <clears throat> when you're in the military and you're part of the military for such a, uh, a fascist government and a fascist leader like Hitler himself, you you don't have the opportunity and the chance to just say no. You can't just say no. It's 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 not an option. Uh, and there have been there are stories of people that said no. Pe stories of people whose family and friends were killed and slaughtered and murdered, kinda like in North Korea. Even just someone who looked at Yeonmi Park, like uh she told a story on, I want to say on Joe Rogan or on the Lex Friedman podcast. She told a story about how 
She had neighbors. Her neighbors were killed because they just happened to be her neighbor. They didn't have any idea that that she was, you know, that she was planning to escape, planning to, to uh, I forget the word. Um, fuck. Uh, she was planning to, jeez, uh, man. Sorry to everyone who has to see that. Uh, that will hopefully get me demonetized because I don't deserve anything. Um, anyway, you'll get the point. Nazi guards, a lot of them just had to do what they were told to keep their family safe. At the end of the day, if there is no other foreseeable outcome, it's going to be my family versus your family. That's a sad truth. If if I if we're ever put in that kind of situation, you know, that's that's the, those are the things that they had to face. And when it comes to this woman, I just she's ninety six years old, man. She did it when she was eighteen. I I highly doubt she took any enjoyment out of it. Should she be punished? Honestly, man, I just it's a tough one for me to decide. Depends on what day of the week you you ask me this question. I just think, you know, she was only doing her job. Uh, that's really how I feel. But she's gone, so <laughs> I don't know where I don't know where she's going. I don't know if she. There haven't been any updates, so there's a possibility that she's she's, you know, gone for good. But I'm still trying to find this this Keith Oberman tweet. So he po he posted this video, this insanely gross and weird video of course about anti-vax shit uh he's calling people idiots um yeah twitter's gonna act like they don't know what fucking video i'm trying to find come on man this shit pisses me off i should have had this saved already but yeah so he made this this guy has a this guy has a good uh yeah so Keith Olbermann made this insane video where he was screaming. He was like, he's on this this huge penthouse in New York. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Here we go. We're going to play this video. It is. It is time to stop coddling them, the ones who won't get the damn shot already. And our first step, you and I, is symbols, the language we... You and I? He's, he sounds like a cult leader. And the sad fact is there are people that agree with this. There are people that are spreading this message. They're like, yeah, it is time to stop cotton. Look at where he is, man. He he looks like he's on top of the uh, Green Goblin's mansion that he has in New York. He's standing on the balcony where Dr. Octopus came up and was like, give me more of that tritium so I can build my sun generator or whatever. You and I. He should be held accountable for anything that happens that can be proven in connection if someone assaults an someone who decided to not get the vaccine, or even someone like me who did get the vaccine, who doesn't agree with this type of bullshit, this type of fucking virtue signaling, attention grabbing, cringe. That's the real word, cringe. If something happens to me or something happens to someone else and it's it can be connected to this shit, they should sue for every cent that this guy has. This is someone that I actually would support. I don't support him losing his job, but I support him, you know understanding that there are, there are you have this guy has a large following a lot of people give a shit for some reason what this guy has to say and his opinions on certain things for some reason 1.3 million people give a shit 
I mean, I'm watching it, obviously, could they could be doing it for the same reason as me, but you have a responsibility. If you're if you're saying you and I, you automatically have a liability for anything that could happen uh, and for anybody that could take feel like they're taking orders from you. But let me continue. We use we call these people vaccine hesitant, vaccine skeptics, as you should. We say they're protesting mandates and another thing. I know a lot of people that are not anti-vax. I have a family member who is actually a lab technician. So he knows the science. When you guys, when people, people like Keith Olbermann talk about trust the science, he knows the science. He's a lab technician. He sees this shit every day. He's, he's in it every day. He works more than 80 hours every week, probably works 120 hours every week. He moves around. He lives in different states depending on where his contract takes him. He stays in different hospitals around the United States. So he's seen the full picture before and during and after the pandemic. He is not anti-vax, but he chose not to get the corona, the, the COVID-19 vaccine. Are you going to call him anti-vax when he's gotten every other vaccine that's ever been available or that's been required by his job or by a public school or college he attended? You can't call him an anti-vaxxer just because he doesn't want to get one vaccine that was rushed out and was only just FDA approved. It's shown that more and more as time passes by, just like, okay, before I get too sidetracked, um, anybody who fell for that shit with Anthony Fauci and with the media saying, all we got to do is we got to wait for the vaccine to roll out, wait for, wait for Biden to save the day and roll out the vaccines and fix, uh, Fix, fix the entire world. Once we get the vaccines, everything will go back to normal. Freedoms will be given back to everybody. COVID will be eradicated. Anybody who knows shit about dick knows that that's not how viruses work. That's not how viruses work. Every year, people get the flu vaccine. It does not mean that you won't get the flu. It just means that it'll, it can soften the blow. And it's the same thing for the COVID vaccine. I've talked, I've spoke highly about the COVID vaccine many times, and I'm not going to repeat the same shit. You, you guys, I, I'm not going to explain it. You guys aren't kindergartners. And if you are a kindergartner watching this, I don't know what you're doing. But I'm glad you chose me. When Fauci was saying, you know, if any other person other than Fauci, if a doctor, just some random doctor from... UCLA went on Joe Rogan or he went on uh, Bill Burr's podcast and he said, yeah, if you go get the flu vaccine, you'll never get the flu. You won't get the flu this year. He could potentially be sued for for damages if someone does get the flu and possibly dies or gets some damage, uh, irreparable damage done to their body. So how can we trust people like this that spout bullshit propaganda cringe like this? Anyway, keep going. Passports. They're making a personal choice. They're waiting for more information. They're making a... <laughs> Why is he talking like that? He's acting like these are irresponsible, unreasonable things to say. They are making a personal, a personal choice. You... Uh, clearly, with your gray hair and your wrinkles and the herpes on your neck, you're an adult. Or at least you choose to do adult things. You as an adult, Keith Olbermann, should know what a personal choice is and what choosing... You should, you should, as a leftist, totally be in support of someone choosing what to do with their own body. 
But what he would say in reply to this, and it's something that many people have said to me, they'll be like, I'm not getting vaccinated for me. I'm getting vaccinated for this person. Some triple-chinned, 275-pound, 50% BMI fat fuck will try to con- has tried to convince me many times. Many, many times. I'm getting the vaccine for other people. You're not getting the vaccine for other people. You're getting vaccine the vaccine for yourself. Because you know if you don't get the vaccine and COVID touches you, you're going to die within a day. Oh, oh yeah, I'm getting the vaccine for... I want to protect other people. No, you fucking don't. You know how I know that's bullshit? You know what the CDC said? You know where I live and the, uh, where I go on base, there are printed signs from the CDC's own guidelines from their own website that says CDC guidelines say that a fully vaccinated person does not have to wear a mask. So if you got your, the, if you got the vaccine, by definition, according to the CDC, you got it for yourself. So Keith Olbermann, uh, keep going with your bullshit. Ooh, it's a personal choice. Yeah, it's a personal choice to make this dumbass video posturing from your from your multi-million dollar penthouse in New York. But go on. A medical decision. Bullshit. They're afraid. They're afraid <laughs> to get vaccinated. Stop feeding their egos about what they're doing. Stop legitimizing it. Vaccine hesitant. They're afraid. Vaccine skeptics. They're afraid. Anti-vax. They're afraid. So now, look at that fucking spittle on his lip. God damn, that's disgusting. I can't watch anymore. Yeah, I'm sure you guys get the point. So he's shaming people that are hesitant about the vaccine. He's shaming people that have legitimate fears over a vaccine that got rushed out in insane record-breaking times. There's never been a vaccine for anything, especially a virus, which, by the way, you cannot get rid of a virus Especially, uh, you can't get rid of a virus like COVID. It's something like the flu, something like the common cold that keeps evolving. But eventually, our immune systems are able to either arm ourselves to where if we do get the flu or we do get the cold, most of the time we're going to be able to survive. Or if not, for the people that can't or people who want extra protection, they'll get the flu shot. But the flu, the Spanish flu shot, I believe, from the Spanish flu back in the early 1900s, that was the first flu shot. It's been over a hundred years now that we've had flu vaccines. I've never gotten the flu vaccine. I've said it before. I've been blessed with a strong immune system. And from what I know of, if I have gotten the flu, it was, it didn't kill me. Obviously I'm here. So Keith Olbermann right now is choosing to take the path of shitting and shaming people who are hesitant and who just outright are making a, a, a big boy, big boy, Big kid, adult, personal choice, which is such a horrible thing in his opinion. I don't know how I don't know how you can be this this you know influential of a person and have gotten this far and be this this stupid and this close minded. I I don't know, man. This is That's all I have to say about that. I, Keith Olbermann, fuck you. Keep getting your vaccines, dude. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody gives a shit. The people that are choosing not to get the vaccine, they don't look at you any differently for you choosing to get the vaccine. It's this weird fucking video where you're spittling and drooling all over your upper lip. That's what's changing their minds, you fucking psychopath. So, 
Next bit of news. I took a note. Apparently, Andrew Wiggins has gotten the COVID vaccine. Nobody fucking cares. Moving on. Also, H3H3. H3H3, if you guys don't know, uh, Ethan Klein and Ela Klein, they used to be one of my favorite YouTubers. And now they have the most low effort, bullshit, virtue signaling, cringe, woke mob, cancel culture, whatever you want to call it, podcast in the world. They don't make videos on their YouTube channel anymore. The last one they made was with iDubs and it was pretty good. But Ethan used to make some really funny and most of the time accurate social commentary and criticisms on, you know, sometimes, most of the time, oh, it'd mostly be influencers and people that are on social media, people that are on YouTube or TikTok or Vine or whatever. And he used to make some edgy content. He used to say some crazy stuff. And I loved it. I love that stuff. I support it 100%. Free speech is absolute. And I don't believe there's anything, I don't think hate speech is a real thing. I think, let me rephrase that. I think hate speech is a real thing, but I think it's used in a wrong way 99.99999% of the time. But now, all Ethan Klein does is call out Joe Rogan for clicks. All he does is put 400 ad rolls in his shitty ass podcast where he doesn't show any enthusiasm. And when he does, it's just him yelling at Joe Rogan or someone like Steven Crowder who made a pretty funny James Bond joke. I'm not going to steal his joke, and I'm not going to... I thought it was funny. You should go... I mean, even if you don't like Steven Crowder, you should check out his him and his crew's jokes um, about a possible James Bond being a woman of color. I mean, a woman or a person of color. I thought it was funny. H3H3 got mad, and I know a lot of people bring up that bullshit uh, video where he quote-unquote debated with Steven Crowder. They never got to a debate. He brought on Sam Cedar. Sam Cedar and Ethan Klein just yelled over yelled over Steven Crowder. And Steven was like, well, fuck this bullshit. I, I only have a, I have a limited amount of time. I got employees I got to pay. I have a show I have to run, a schedule I have to run. And I'm not even a, a Steven Crowder fan. I don't really watch his podcasts. I just wanted to – He's a, he can be pretty funny sometimes. He makes good points um, once every 10 or so points. He's not my favorite guy, but I thought the jokes were funny and I think – I've said it before, the people that are part of that hate mob, that cancel culture mob, they're all doing it because they, they're they trying to point the attention over there, away from them, because they know that they have things that they could get canceled for. So they're trying to push the woke mob away from them and get the, the spotlight off of them. And that is... That, that That's something that can be proven with H3H3. He doesn't even... He barely cusses on his podcast anymore. And whatever, that's a choice. If you feel like you're cussing too much, go ahead and fix it. He... He doesn't... He's he, You can just tell when you watch the podcast. He's just... It's devoid of any actual opinion. It's devoid of any actual passion or any... He just... He just picks the easiest and most ad and sponsor-friendly stance that he can and just makes really boring-ass content. And then he goes after Joe Rogan for, oh, Joe Rogan's taking a horse dewormer. That's another thing. Oh, boy, I got a nice spicy video for you guys at the end that I made. It's a compilation of 
I'm going to talk about it a little bit later, but yeah, he just regurgitates talking points from MSNBC and CNN. He doesn't have a single thought that he actually came up with in his own mind, and it's pathetic, and it's kind of sad to see how far that guy's fallen because he used to be one of my favorite YouTubers, but so I did see a little bit uh, about Will Smith. Will Smith did an interview or did something, something with the press where he was admitting that he's a cuck and he likes to watch his annoying and talentless wife get fucked by other men. And I'm like, good for you, man. You, you found what you, what, what make, what, what turns you on. And sounds like he's comfortable with his relationship with his cheating whore wife who makes jokes out of cheating. And yeah, I mean, good for Will Smith. Will Smith is a cuck. Let me look through my notes because I got a couple more things I want to talk about. I want to save the best for last. Hmm. Yeah, so I wanted to talk about the Build Back Better bill. That's a say that five times real fast. Biden's new infrastructure bill. I like a lot of things in here. I might even say I like most of the things in this infrastructure bill. The main things that I like about the infrastructure bill are in the name, Build Back Better, and the fact that it is an infrastructure bill. I didn't realize, and this is a sad reality that I came, this is a sad realization I came to a couple days ago. People don't understand how shitty the infrastructure is in America. They either don't realize that it's bad, or they acknowledge that it's bad, but they just... They brush it off their shoulder and like, oh, that's that's just the government, blah, 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 potholes, it's part of life. When I moved to Europe and I saw how well the roads are paved and how quick construction gets done and how good and efficient the construction work is done in Germany, Switzerland, Italy's a bit iffy, but I haven't been to Sweden yet, but I know Sweden, Norway, those those kind of Hinga uh, Dinga uh, Dargan countries, those people have some of the best infrastructure in the entire planet. And I didn't realize until I moved to Europe how bad it was. And when we went back to America, man, the rental car that I drove, the rental Mustang, it was lowered. Those cars are naturally low. I was terrified every time I drove. I got onto the highway and then you see a pothole and then there's the, the, it's like a sandpaper smooth transition from the back road to the highway. And it's not just that. Infrastructure is not just roads. It's also buildings. It's schools. It's transportation, public transportation, which is a huge thing. A lot of people that work and that pump money into the economy and make a living, they use public transportation. That counts as infrastructure. And there are other things that I consider to be infrastructure as well. I count family structure as infrastructure. I count a stable household family relationship. I count that as infrastructure because it all works together it all, literally, it's in the word. It all is laid out as the exoskeleton, the structure for society. So there, like I said, there is a lot about this infrastructure that bill that I like. The main concerns that I have are that the couple things in there that are a little suspect that don't really have anything to do with infrastructure. And also, my main gripe with it is the plan to come up with the $3.5 trillion, which Biden has said the Build Back Better bill 
that costs $3.5 trillion will actually in fact cost $0 because it will not go to the debt. Listen, guys, the debt, the debt does not fucking matter anymore. The national debt does not matter. It, it truly doesn't matter. Debt and inflation, they're related, but they don't go up hand in hand 100%. Inflation matters more. And I'm not going to break, I don't need to break that down. I'm not an economist and I don't want to slaughter the definition, but inflation is much more, it's much more of a, a worthy and important, um, you know, it's, it's more important to look at. I'm trying, I can't, I'm blinking out on the words. It's, it's late here, but, uh, Biden's, Biden's main proposed plan is really lazy and it's something that has not happened it's never successfully happened it's i like to call it voodoo economics and it's not a term that i created but the plan the plan so it's like it's like reganomics but backwards instead of giving money to the corporations and hoping that they use the money as a trickle down effect to they they're let me let me rephrase that reganomics or trickle down economics is the theory that giving more money or giving tax breaks to corporations will lead them and it will uh, it will influence them to pay their employees more. And that's why they call it trickle-down. The money will trickle down from the top down to the bottom. And voodoo economics is backwards. Biden's plan is to tax the rich and give it to the poor. But... Every single every single president and administration who has ever promised to do this has failed for whatever reason, whether they chose not to and they lied, they were deceptive in their in their camp when they were running their campaign, or they just weren't able to do it because the the Senate of the House or the, the other branches of government were blocking them from doing so. But there's two scenarios. There are two ways that this can happen, that this can play out. One Somehow Biden will, somehow Biden comes up with $3.5 trillion from the rich. Do you think the government is going to give that back to the people? Their hope is to give it back to the people through the infrastructure. Looking at the history of the United States and the United States government's handling of money and the national debt clock, which everyone likes to look at, and how far inflation has come in the past 10 years, the past 20 years, the past 50 years, do you really think they're going to use that money for what they promised, first of all? Somehow, though, somehow, comes up with $3.5 trillion, takes that from the corporations, takes that from the wealthy, the people that have 10 yachts, those scumbags who deserve to pay more in taxes. They deserve to actually pay taxes because the tax code in America is so in-depth. The longer the tax code is, the more loopholes and... You bet your ass Amazon is going to have the best accountants, the best tax lawyers to save them the most amount of money and have them paying the least amount of taxes. And I don't like that. I'm not in support of that. I've voiced that many times in the past. But say Biden takes $3.5 trillion from the wealthiest people in, in America, which are CEOs of corporations and people in part of Big Pharma. Do you think these people are going to take that on the chin? Do you think they're going to take that on the chin and just continue to move on with life 
No, they're going to scale back operations. They're going to save money to try to make up for that money that they lost. They're going to take labor overseas, and we're going to be back to where we were during the Obama administration when Obama raised the corporate tax percent, the, t- the corporate tax rate, and jobs went overseas, and we lost those jobs. Got them back when Trump, Trump was president, and when he passed his tax codes, which the Biden administration is planning to let expire, and that's and that's the other, the the other scenario. So the Biden administration allows the Trump tax code to expire, and then he increases the corporate tax rate. Like I said in the past, they're not going to take. They cannot. They pretend like they cannot handle that that tiny incremental tax hike. So they're going to take labor and operations overseas. We're already seeing it happen right now. Have you guys seen that new Amazon headquarters that was opened in the slums of Tijuana, Mexico? That's what that's what the, we're going to see more of that. We might see it maybe we'll see it in Haiti, who fucking knows. So those are the two scenarios. And the other thing is with the Trump tax code with Bi- the Biden administration letting that expire. That's going to hurt self-employed entrepreneurs who are making $100,000 or more, which $100,000 is a good amount of money, but it depends on where you live, depends on your lifestyle, your spending habits, your family size. Because before the Trump tax codes, there was essentially a double dip for people who were self-employed. There was the tax that they had to, the extra tax that they had to pay for being self-employed. And then there was the tax, if they're making 100000 or more, it pushes them up into a higher income bracket and they're paying more for taxes. So they're essentially getting double taxed just for being self-employed, just for having their own business, just for having their own services. And when the Trump tax codes came out, he decided, well, I'm going to decrease those who are self-employed that make 100000 or more. I'm going to effectively decrease their tax their tax rate by 20%. So I don't want to hear shit about here taxing the rich because $100,000 is a good amount of money, but it depends on the person. It depends on where they live. They talk, uh, Biden specifically said in a tweet that if you're not making more less than $400,000, you're not going to have taxes raised on you. Taxes is not everything either. I've said it before. And I said it, I forgot to say it earlier. If somehow Biden is able to tax these corporations, they're not going, when they, they're going to already be losing money. And with that, they're not going to increase wages for Americans, for workers. So inflation is going to go up because of the tax money that is being raised. And yes, money is going to be added to the debt clock. Inflation is going to continue to go up and we're going to hit an inevitable recession. We have not seen the long-term effects of that of that lockdown and of that pandemic and have at having the economy in the United States and around the world shut down for as long as it was. So Biden's plan while I think whether it's his plan or it's someone in his administration's plan, obviously it's the motivation is is it's morally in the right place, but it's been tried many times and it's not going to work this time. And I just, I don't know why people don't understand this. I'm not an, I'm not an economist. I have a very, very, very minimal 
education when it comes to economics. But I pay attention to history. And I understand these things. Unfortunately, I don't think I have... Well, actually, I do have the solution. I do have a solution. I think before... I think before... The main thing, the main thing that has to be done here, in my opinion, and I could be wrong, uh, and I'm not the person who came up with this, with this plan, with this idea, but the tax code needs to be simplified. There needs to be less loopholes. There needs to somehow be a rule that if you are an American business, you need to at least have X amount of, of people employed in the United States getting paid a, a living wage. That that's just that that sounds like a a normal thing. I, maybe that's against the law, but I feel like that's if you're Amazon, if you're an American company, you need to have this many job sites in the United States. You have you need to have this many employees, this many full time employees, this many part time employees. You need to offer them health care. That's that's the main thing that I think needs to be done, and then we can talk about increasing the tax rate. And I don't know if that would work, but Fewer loopholes will force a couple people like Jeff Bezos in and Amazon and Walmart and Big Pharma. It's going to force them to have to pay a little bit, which will go a long way because 2% of, of however much Amazon should be paying in taxes, that's a shit ton of money or 4% or whatever the number is. But that's my main gripe with, with the uh, Build Back Better bill. The other thing that I don't like about it is there's... A little portion in it that if I'm if I read it correctly, you guys, like I said in the past, you guys can look up the sources yourself. I wouldn't lie. I mean, I definitely wouldn't lie. I'm trying to build my platform. I'm not trying to burn it down. There's a little bit of a privacy invasion when it comes to the banking portion that was put in this into this bill. So basically, what this what this part of the the banking portion of the Build Back Better initiative or whatever, it's going to allow banks to use their customers' purchase history, their search history, their spending habits, their spending uh, patterns, and it's going to affect their credit. And that's something that I'm not cool with. Another thing that Biden is doing that I'm not a big fan of. So Biden is actually, he has been purposefully limiting states' abilities to get to order and to receive and get alternative treatments for COVID. So the main ones being Regeneron and monoclonal antibodies. So Biden has claimed that it's to allocate to some of the smaller states, but he's conveniently targeting the Republican right-winging states that use it the most, like Texas, Florida, Mississippi. The places that need them the most are already ordering them. There's been a shortage of them because people have finally realized that there's an alternative treatment and an alternative way to arm yourself against COVID. So he also said something insane like, I don't want to misquote him, but he was saying something like governors will not governors won't help us beat the pandemic. So let me 
help you beat the pandemic. And I was like, are you fucking serious, bro? The United States is way too big to try to put the burden of, of getting rid of COVID, which is never going to happen. It's way too big of a task, and it's not fair to put that all on the federal government. No countrywide issue has ever been solved by the federal government that I can think of. Can you guys think of one? I can't think of one. So, yes, in fact, actually, the governors are going to help end the pandemic because the governors are working closer with their state's health departments. They know what's working. They know their, the amount of cases. They know which areas need the, need the vaccine more. They know which areas need more hospital beds. They know which areas need more masks. They, need more, they know which areas need more Regeneron and monoclonal antibodies. Trying to, leap, to put that load just on the president which I don't think this is his choice either. I mean, I'm not going to say why Joe Biden is doing this, why the Biden administration is doing this, but I'm pretty it's pretty obvious why they're limiting the allocation, the they're limiting the resources for these Republican states that are using them and that need these and are and that are also by the way successfully using these treatments to battle COVID and reduce the amount of deaths and reduce the amount of, you know, really critical, intense cases. So I'm not cool with this, but I'm not surprised. I mean, Kamala Harris is a bitch and she's definitely running that man. So the last thing I wanted to talk about, I read this weird, weird, let me actually pull it up. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pull this up. So Pope, Pope Francis was actually talking a little bit about... He was urging a bunch of countries to start passing more bills on climate change. And I thought that was funny. Yeah, so here we go. The Pope and other religious leaders issue pre-COP26 appeals on climate change. How about the 3,000 cases of child abuse that occurred in Pope Francis's church in the past 70 years before he became the Pope. 3,000 cases of rape, child rape, or child sexual assault. I have this weird feeling Someone could correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just thinking, I'm overthinking it. But I feel like the 10-year-old boy who got assaulted by a priest is not going to feel any better knowing that the leader of the church, of the denomination that he got assaulted in, and of and the leader of the denomination, of the priest, of the pastor, of the church, the church volunteer that assaulted him he's not going to care that they're speaking up for climate change so this is more bullshit this is more pro of pro pope francis trying to get in where he doesn't fit in give his opinion on something that doesn't matter i don't know why anyone gives a shit about what the pope says i've never understood this i've said it before i'm a spiritual christian i believe that a relationship with God or Allah or Yahweh or a higher power or Buddha, if you believe in many higher powers, it's a personal thing. It's between you and them. 
and nobody has the right and nobody should you know, nobody should be taken seriously that criticize you criticizes you on your relationship or lack of relationship with a higher power i've always respected my friends that are atheists that are agnostic that are muslim that are jewish that are buddhists there are a lot of values spread out through many different religious and spiritual sects that I take and I ingrain in my everyday values that I live by. And I've said it before, I was born and raised Catholic and I just, I've never understood, understood why anybody gave a shit about Pope Francis. But that's really all. I, this is, I know this is a long episode. This is the first hour long episode I've done in a long time, but there was a lot I wanted to talk about and just wanted to let you guys know I'm going to be gone. I'm going to be going to Croatia. I'm going to be having a fun time there, going on vacation, um, focusing on school. Me and my fiance actually just got our first apartment. We're going to be officially moving into it around the the middle end of this month. I have family visiting, so I'm going to be gone for a while. This is going to, you're, this, you're just going to have to replay this episode and all my old episodes until I come back. I'm not going to be gone for good. Don't worry about me. Everything's good. I just wanted to make this long episode. I wanted to talk about a couple things and just wanted to know. Just I just wanted to plead and hope and ask that you guys stick with me as I continue to find my voice, as I continue to find my format. And yeah, give me feedback. Give me feedback. I really still only have a couple people that give me feedback, but I appreciate you guys. You guys know who you are. Last little thing I wanted to talk about. I have... Like I said, I mentioned it a little bit earlier. I have a merch design. Oh, a merch. Yeah, merch design is getting designed right now. It is. I got. A, I saw a sketch, a couple sketches recently. Picked one. Really loved it. I think you guys will really love it. I plan to make it the highest quality stuff, and I plan to make it affordable because I hate when I find like, like Tim Dillon. He's my favorite. He's got the, my favorite podcast right now. He's my favorite comedian. He's, he's, speaking of format, he's independently minded, he's, he's the guy that I'm really trying to mimic for my podcast the most, but his merch is expensive and is limited edition, and I'm going to try to make mine as affordable, but, and as good quality as possible, and I have some great things planned with the money, but I'll just give a little teaser now, all 100% of the proceeds that come from the merch sales, whenever it happens, later this year, the end of this year, beginning of next year, all of it is going to go to a charity of my choice. I'm going to look for something, because like I said I said uh, in my last episode or my second to last episode, I had a buddy who succumbed to his battle with depression, or it was a draw, If, uh, in the words of Norm MacDonald, when... Someone, you could apply this to depression as well, but Norm MacDonald said with cancer, he said, I'm not a doctor, but I'm pretty sure when you die, the cancer dies too, so it's a draw. And I feel the same way about depression. So I'm going to find a charity that's legit, that uses their money the correct way, and has actually helped people. Something to do with suicide prevention, awareness, mental health awareness, something like that. But... All the proceeds are going to be going to a charity, whichever one I find. 
So, and if you don't want to buy the merch, if you don't like the design, I'm going to plug and continue to link that charity whenever I find it or that nonprofit whenever I find it. So you guys, instead of putting 50 bucks to a shirt or, and a couple hoodies or something like that, donate to the nonprofit, donate to the charity, something like that. But last but not least, I'm going to, there's, there's a segment that I'm going to make. I don't have a title for it yet, but I am going to continue to collect and make compilations of various different political figures, celebrities, politicians, public figures, people that are either blatantly lying, being scumbags, being cringe, or just being hypocrites. I'm going to put it in a video. I'm not going to have it every single episode, but I'll put a couple out every month. And this first one is going to be fun. Don't worry. I'm not only attacking one ideology or the other. I'm just going, and I'm not attacking anybody. I don't want anybody to be attacked. I've said this many times. There are only a couple people out there in this world that I truly, truly wouldn't mind a couple bad things happening to them. And if I can think correctly, I don't think I wish anything bad on any of these people that are in this video. I'm just highlighting these hypocrisies. So I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope you enjoy the compilation. If you have any things that you think should be featured in other compilations or things you want me to talk about, comment on YouTube. I'm going to try to put the video on Rumble if they can actually fucking process my video correctly. Um, and then, of course, you can send me voice messages through Anchor. You can hit me up on Twitter, my Twitter page for Independently Minded. I am on Instagram, and I have a Facebook page called Independently Minded. You can message me on all of those. All of my DMs are open. So thank you for listening. Please continue to stay tuned. Please continue to share the podcast. Continue to support. Continue to give me feedback. As always, stay safe. Stay away from those crazies out there. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you.